Hello, and welcome back to the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Podcast. I'm really excited about the show, not only because I love libraries, we love libraries, but because this was a listener recommendation. So we always love uh, to, we always love it when listeners send in recommendations that we, that end up getting developed into shows. And, um, wanted to remind you, we love reviews wherever you listen to podcasts and we are going to be launching our Patreon page in the fall. Very, very excited about that. Lots of swag, lots of really cool stuff. Um, so the listener asked, uh, you with, you know, events coming back online, very excited about all of that. Um, if we could address specifically how to do events in libraries. And we figured um, we could take this, the whole concept of libraries just a step further as we often like to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> if if we're good at something, it, it's taking things a step too far. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a very good point. <laughs> All right. So if you want to get involved with library events, first you need to do some recon. Mm-hmm. Like this is one of my favorite parts, but check out the library website, familiarize yourself with what's already scheduled and what they seem to focus on. You can get a lot of insight about whether there are already regular events happening that you can attend and participate in, or if perhaps you'll need to make some recommendations, which is also very cool. So you should also check out their social media, get to know how the library is putting themselves out there to draw people in, because all of that really matters if you kind of want to fit into what they're already doing. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, libraries have to stay current and interesting. Um, and they were really pushed during COVID to stay at, at least our neighborhood, some of our neighborhood libraries, which we'll talk about in a minute, did some super creative things. And um, you can learn a lot before you get into pitching them for your event by their tone and the approach and their own PR and marketing and their community outreach. Yeah, absolutely. You're right, Penny. They, a lot of libraries had to get super creative during COVID. Yeah. And I thought that was a bright spot, dare I say, during all of that was to watch how libraries really had to reinvent how they stay in touch with their communities. Yeah. That was really very cool. And so many did such a good job. But, you know, so you also want to introduce yourself to the librarians, of course, after you've done your recon, because you want to go into these conversations, you know, well-armed with with interesting things to say and comments on what they're doing. And in case I have to say it, even as I like put a note for myself in this, I'm like, is that that appropriate? But I'm going to say it. Get a membership if you don't already have one. (laughs) You know, maybe, especially with COVID, maybe people let their, you know, it fall off or haven't been in in a while, but make sure you have an active membership because being a library patron is also a huge part of being involved in their events and contributing to their goals and their mission. You know, that's kind of an overarching theme in here is that, it can't just be about you. So be a patron, attend events as an actual community member and as a reader and as a book lover. And that will absolutely make the kind of positive impression on the entire library staff that's really going to help you, you know, kind of book more events, get involved more, catch their attention. They'll be more open to your ideas. Really, the list goes on. Yeah. And I want to second that getting to know your library in prep for pitching yourself to an event, because it is really, it's good to know what your library is doing. I mean, we, so our local library here did some really creative stuff during COVID. They um, create, so, you know, obviously the library was closed and they had a table set up outside with 
uh, every week they had different book recommendations and you could just pick a number from the book recommendation. It was on a big poster board in the front and you could just pick out a book and say, oh, that one looks really good. And then you could request it. And that's how they stayed current. And every week it was a big sparkly sign out in front of the, the library. And every week that would change. And there was always a librarian sitting there, of course, with the mask on and taking, you know, orders for books and then getting them to the readers. So I think that, you know, libraries really were pushed to be, libraries are already very creative, but I think they were pushed extremely in 2020. Being on top of their efforts and getting to know how savvy they are will also in turn make you look savvy and interested. And if your library doesn't have a lot of events listed or planned out, um, then, you know, one thing you can do is help them come up with ideas, but they may not be structured to have events. So some libraries I know don't have the space necessarily, depending on where you're located in the country, but they may be able to recommend you to a main library or in a different town, whatever, that they refer all their events to. But most libraries, regardless, they work very hard in community outreach. And I can assure you um, that they'll always be open to smart recommendations, right? So just remember that they'll be more receptive if you give them some really well thought out ideas, um, tie into your book's topic or genre. One thing that I know we've actually done with libraries previously is genre night, right? So pulling in local authors, and that's one thing also, libraries love local authors. So pulling in local authors for, for genre night. So all science fiction authors or all romance authors. And, um, you know, if you write for children, think about offering to volunteer your time to do a reading combined with fun, you know, a fun age appropriate craft or activity, which of course, you know, um, during the summer months is very welcome for parents to keep their kids busy. Um, if you write for adult women, you know, offer to do a special event for book clubs specifically. Many libraries have book clubs that meet there to, to, to book discussions, um, offering them conversation prompts or a reader's guide, things like that. Make sure that it's not just about you getting exposure but you're really creating an experience for the members, which librarians will absolutely resonate with. Yeah, I agree, Penny. And thank you for mentioning how hard the staff at libraries works. It's so true and so smart to remind everyone listening that the more details you plan out and the more unique you can make the event, the more likely they'll be able to jump on board. You know, yeah. just like any other pitching, the more you can structure it to give them a really well thought out, complete, I can run with this concept, the better response you're going to get. And, you know, also remember to support your local library on social media and on your website, if it makes sense, especially if they carry your book, you know, include a shout out in your newsletter if you're planning on attending an event and encourage anybody that's local to show up and introduce themselves to you. You know, all of this networking has so many benefits to both you and the library. It's just really fantastic to promote yourself while also supporting the library in ways that they'll appreciate. You know, it's kind of like one of those string board things. You know, there's a lot of different ways to connect things that benefit you and the library both. So, you know, just remember all those little details always matter. Well, and the other piece of this too, is that if you're trying to get local media, which we'll talk about uh, towards the end of this podcast, but if you're trying to get local media, local media loves libraries. They love libraries. They love library events. Um, so that's another real plus point to, to getting 
uh, more involved in your library. But you, you know, you could also do volunteering. Um, you may not able to volunteer necessarily on a regular schedule, but they often need volunteers for bigger events. So even if it's not an event that you can participate in as an author, showing up and giving your support is really a great way to get to know the staff better and make a positive impression in a way that's not immediately self-serving, which will impress them. And you also get to know how they run their events, right? Um, And a lot of libraries have dedicated children's sections as well, and they'll probably be very open to a local author volunteering their time to do a reading of a popular or, you know, very timely children's book. Yeah, I agree, Penny. I've actually seen that happen at our library where a local author, not necessarily a children's author, but just has a very strong presence at the library and will volunteer because obviously most little kids need to be read to, you know, so having local community members, um, you know, come in and do readings so the kids get to know kind of you know, important and notable members of their community is something that our library focuses on. So you could absolutely be one of those people just as a local author, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and you should definitely check if your local and or county libraries have a local author's shelf. Penny teased this already. If they do and you're not on it, well, obviously, you know, get to work on that. (laughs) Start that conversation with the staff. If they don't have a local author shelf, then offer to spearhead getting one established or or helping work on that project. Yeah, it's a great idea because networking with other local authors can really be beneficial. I mentioned, you know, doing the genre author night, um, but there's also power in numbers. So, you know, as we said, if your local community libraries don't have a local author shelf, offer to, um, to get one started. And because it does give you a chance to really network with, other authors and, you know, beneficial that that is, and they may already be doing other events and you can kind of some share some ideas or collaborate on events or something like that. Um, and, you know, local media outlets are very generous with their coverage. And um, that is something that local libraries, uh, they, they love local libraries and local libraries are always thrilled when they can get um, some local media coverage as well for those events, for those events. Right. Exactly. You know, collaborating with other authors, you all have a similar mission, you know, and you all want to get in front of more readers. So sharing in that goal is something that's so unique to your local media and promotion that really is there's, there's no equivalent on a bigger national level, you know? So it doesn't really matter if you're in the same genre or not for all the things, if you are great, then you can collaborate on, you know, pitching your local library for an event, as Penny mentioned, a genre event. But even if you're in entirely different genres, you can still share tips and recommendations for things that are going on locally for different events, even outside of libraries. You can also, you know, support each other on social media. You know, just even following each other and sharing some of each other's content is, is again, it's such an easy, a much more natural, easy in with somebody that's local to you versus, you know, we, we recommend networking with other authors all the time, but why not start locally when really that connection makes so much more sense? Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with that. And I think, you know, the last thing we have to address obviously is the events, right? (laughs) That's the whole, uh, the inspiration for this show initially. Well, so I, I always love doing author events and actually I want to just mention something too, because there's, so I've done library events in not even necessarily in my area. So 
Anaheim, which is because I'm in Southern California. So Anaheim is a library. They do a ton of author events. I, I'm on their mailing list and I love seeing all the author events that they do. Um, so, you know, first you may, you know, take the specific event into consideration, meaning um, maybe there's an event that the library does regularly and you'll, you know, before you run all of your ideas by them, make sure that you're not, um, recommending something that they've already got going on. They may have a monthly, like I said, like we talked about local author, things like that. Um, you can also recommend to them seasonal events, which is really fun. So like, for example, our local library is doing, because it's summertime, they're doing a lot of kids centric, um, type of events. The Anaheim library, I noticed has a lot of travel related hiking stuff and, because of the price of gas right now, they're doing a lot of staycation talks, which is kind of fun. Um, so if you have an event, think about now, the one thing about library events is that <clears throat> in uh, I've never known a single library that allows you to sell your book. Um, I, actually, I had one library that offered to let me sell the book to the library, to the attendees, but that's pretty rare. So typically you're not, you're going to be doing an event, but you're not necessarily going to be selling your book. And at this point in the podcast, you may be thinking, well, what's really the point? The point is, is that you're, you know, you're going to give out swag. You're going to get newsletter signups and you're going to be able to reach out to those folks to maybe offer them a post event book deal or something, or send them to Amazon to get a copy of your book. Bring all the swag that you've got, bookmarks, stickers, tips, tip cards, trading cards. If you've ever gone to an event that I do in person, you see that I always have those tip trading cards, which people really love. Um, if you have a, if you have a table, so if you're also doing a, you know, a signing, which again is kind of rare for a library because you don't usually sell books, but if you have a table, um, bring them something sweet to send them home with, not necessarily to eat in the library because that's not allowed, but like Hershey's, you know, a bowl of Hershey's kisses or something. Um, make sure that you have some kind of a poster. Those are easy enough to do to display your website, your social media accounts, or even more fun. And one thing that 2020 was very good for was QR codes. It kind of brought back the QR code, which is kind of a fun way to get people to maybe your website or your special offer. Um, have an ethical bribe ready, right? Figure out how you can reward attendees with a fun bonus or some kind of a discount. Because again, you're not selling books. So you really want to kind of up the ante with all of this stuff. I can guarantee you that you will sell books. But the other side of this is, I mean, sell books post-event. The other side of this is, is that there's a really good chance that the library is going to stock your book. And there are enough statistics out that show that one book in a library sells seven books on in bookstores and Amazon and things like that. So it's not at all a wasted effort to say, well, they're just going to stock my book in a library because I'm always excited when libraries offer to. Oh yeah, absolutely. I love these ideas because this is the creative part that, you know, we always hope authors will start embracing as they get more uncomfortable, more comfortable. <laughs> 
Hopefully not uncomfortable. Maybe some of the things we talk about make them uncomfortable. Um, But as you get more comfortable with your branding and marketing and things like that, the creativity that can come with it is actually really rewarding and really exciting. So getting creative about what you can do to make your event special or what you can do for library patrons to really stand out should be something like if you have the right attitude that can be really enjoyable, actually. Yeah, absolutely. So I hope this show was helpful and inspiring to reach out to your local library. Even if you just say, you know what, I want to get to know some of the events that they do because they also do some, you know, like we talked about author nights and book centric type events. It's really, really a fun idea. And I know it can be hard to take that leap and put yourself out there sometimes, but I can assure you that if you take our advice to heart, You'll be pleasantly surprised at what you get accomplished by networking with your local library. So thank you so much for listening to the show. Thank you to the listener who recommended the library show. We hope you have enjoyed this. This is Penny Sansferry and Amy Cornell, and this is the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Podcast. Bye-bye. 